Hi, it's Eric. No intro music here because we've just got a 15-minute chat with someone who I've probably bumped into a lot. I've heard the name a lot, and now we finally get to talk. I hope I've made a new friend out of Mary, Mary Westfall. She's the executive director of Susan G. Komen here in Northwest Ohio. We didn't get to it in the podcast yesterday, but she wanted me to pass along. There's registration and packet pickup for the Cohen Virtual Race for the Cure in Toledo, Franklin Park Mall. That's this Saturday. Mary and I spoke yesterday, but there's packet pickup and registration this Saturday, September 19th and Sunday, both 11 to 4 um, each day at Franklin Park Mall. Also, same thing's happening for the Finley race at Dave's Running Shop on the 19th from 10 to 6 p.m. and Sunday the 20th from noon to 4. Hello. Hi, Mary. Eric, how are you? I'm sorry for the delay here. No, 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 no. Hold on. Let me uh, make some things on my end. Can you hear me okay? I can. Can you hear me okay? I could turn mine up if I need to. No, you're absolutely perfect right now. Perfect. Um, no, no worry about a delay. I was a little backed up here on my end. It's a good thing that I stole all of Melissa Andrews' questions from your summertime interview. <laughs> you're i'm sure gonna do great you guys are all making it always make it so easy you're so good at this well uh we're off and rolling now so thanks for uh mary westfall so you're executive director of coma Nor- northwest ohio right that's correct i've had the privilege of serving in this role for almost 13 years now and i'm sure i've literally ran into you at some point in time because of all the time i've been around the race and all my friends like mm-hmm. desmond and melissa and and so many others so good to finally chat with you and actually not bump into you you know eric i feel like i definitely know who you are but you see so many people in your position that it's hard to keep track but it is great fun to have you at race day and to have you today spending some time with me yeah um so let me ask you this if if there's been a a benefit or a, a silver lining because we've seen so many virtual races run like uh, I, I we know there's there's two uh, run and walk seasons and community event season there's spring and then there's there's fall all the spring ones obviously had to go virtual like I do a lot of stuff with with Nami and some other things and they were all virtual did you guys have the benefit of learning anything that they did um, during the spring and summer to make sure this was a this event was up to to really where it is every other year minus what happens downtown you know i think we did have the benefit to at least catch our breath and think it through a little bit and to try some new strategies but we certainly were watching those spring events and trying to capitalize on the things that they were doing well but i don't want to suggest that it's perfect right we are doing the best we can with this virtual space eric and we are expecting to see a decline in our numbers i mean people have different ideas about what makes the event the most important for them but for us the most important thing is that we're raising dollars to save local lives in that fight against breast cancer so we are all in and we know that those people who are registering and getting their t-shirt now and walking where they are or running where they are are our most important friends they are the people who really are directly impacted by breast cancer and they're the ones who need the most help Two things that I uh, were definite takeaways for me from the Melissa interview. And again, that's for, I asked her, I because I told her, she's my buddy. I said, I'm stealing your questions for Mary. You did a great job. And she said it was from the summertime. Have at it. Um, tell me about Pink Week. And then also emphasize, because I got this from, from your interview with Melissa, teams are still very vital. So, Eric, I love that you were so <laughs> smart to look ahead at what Melissa did. So these are great lead-ins. So let me tell you, we've had these great virtual spirit weeks we've done 
something fun and different every week to try and engage our most important partners and friends. So this week, the week of September 14th, is something we're calling Mix It Up Pink. And this is a time when we're inviting all of our friends to make a pink mocktail or cocktail, use one of their recipes to make something fun, share that photo online and review, uh, maybe share the recipe as well. And they can submit those pictures via our hashtag Race419TheCure or Race Where You Are. And so that's very fun. And then next week, we have something called Paint the Town Pink. And that's always the best. We want people to look like race day. Wear your crazy pink tutus, your crazy pink makeup and pink ribbons everywhere. Decorate your house, your car, your lawn. And make sure that everybody knows that you are in, committed to the Susan G. Komen Race for the Cure and Saving Lives in that Fight Against Breast Cancer. So we're all about the uh, virtual spirit weeks. Now I forgot the second question you asked. Teams. You, I, I, teams. I, 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 yes. I'm feeding yes. back there. Um, yep. Teams are vital. I, I saw you talking to Melissa about that this is still a major emphasis. And I know this from uh, all the walks that I participate with. It's great when individuals pop up. It's great when people come on race day with a couple of friends because they were able to rally some people. But uh, we know that the teams, I think you threw the number out, like teams are like 80% of the fundraising. So they are vital and so important. The teams are very important. Every single person is important. But what we have learned through the teams is because people are working with a team of friends, they tend to be a little bit more engaged and maybe a little more competitive. They're more having more fun raising those dollars through fun events together. They're having more fun walking together. You know, one of the things that we love about our teams is they are going out and they're doing their virtual walks and they're taking team photos while they're out. And they're sending them to us so that we can see them and we can post them. So the teams are really the most important element when it comes to fundraising. And as you know, from your experience in other events, the registration fee is very important, but it just gets us to the starting line. It yeah. is the fundraising that really gets us to the finish line. And we need those dollars more than ever right now. You know, it's interesting with the COVID crisis, the whole world is upside down. Everything looks different. But one thing that hasn't changed is breast cancer. It's just as common as it's ever been. We still know that one in eight women in the United States will be diagnosed with breast cancer in her lifetime. That's not changing. And one of the most alarming things for us is people are losing their insurance and their jobs, and they need us more than ever right now. Yeah. Um, you brought up uh, the research and the money that, that all that money goes towards. Are there any new developments? I, I was thinking about this and I feel it might be something that we, we overlook because we, we, we want to save lives. We want to keep people alive longer and keep them with their, their loved ones. Are there any new developments just in the last couple of years, maybe even five years or 10 years that has helped the survival rate um, and the health of, of women who are afflicted with breast cancer? You know, there absolutely is, Eric, and that's a great question. And I will share with you that Komen has focused nearly 80% of our research in the area of metastatic breast cancer. And we are finding some new opportunities for breakthroughs to help our women who are diagnosed at stage or who are battling stage four breast cancer and are really facing some very serious life-changing issues. I can't actually rattle off the new drugs, but there have been two new drugs that have come into play. Um, with the metastatic space. And we also know that for just med, uh, for just breast cancer in general, that CAD-SILA drug that came out about three years ago has been something that's been really, really helpful in this space. And we are really learning more every single day. Our researchers are finding new ways to really target those cancers and make sure that we're finding paths forward to new opportunities to save lives. 
And to your point, it's uh, it's interesting. I was just doing some creative stuff back here and writing some fun things for the station. And it said, uh, make sure you, uh, it's more important to mammogram your boobs than Instagram them. And I love that. I love that. To, to your point, now, I, it, it's a, granted, it's a tough time. We know all the cliches, but if you're concerned, don't put something off. Because when you talk about metastatic, maybe you get something in the catch phase where, where this is totally manageable. As opposed to saying, you know what, you know, in Insurance is tight. Money is tight. And we're talking about your life here. And I know that everybody's situation is a little bit different. But, you know, if you want to put a cold off or a cough, that's fine. But we're talking about the obvious signs of breast cancer. Don't put them off because before you know it, who knows what could happen. And, you know, you're so right. Early diagnosis makes a huge difference. And that only can happen if you're paying attention to your own body and if you're getting your mammograms. And when I say paying attention to your own body, what I mean is, you might find a lump, but there are other signs. You could have um, a, a sore that doesn't go away. You could have a bruise that doesn't go away. You could have a lump up under your arm that doesn't go away. There are other signs. If anything is changing in your breast, you really do need to see your medical professional. And one other thing that we should be very clear about is that men can get breast cancer too, Eric. People oftentimes forget that. We do have about six men who register for our race every year who are battling breast cancer. And one of the things for men, they can do the same thing. Look at their breasts in the mirror. And if you see a lump, call your doctor. If you have a bruise that doesn't go away, call your doctor. It's much less frequent than for women, but it can be very real and equally as dangerous. Uh, last couple of questions. Um, will there still be some ty- t- type of race day presentation going on with WTOL? Obviously, they're, they're the big sponsor every year. Uh, and I remember Chris Peterson's there. Everybody's there for this big race day, and, and there's ten to 15,000 people downtown. It's obviously not going to happen this year, but will there be some kind of broadcast element to all of this? So, Eric, thanks for asking. Yes, our wonderful partner, WTOL, has committed to doing a race day program from 7.30 to 9 a.m. on Sunday, September 27th. So we are inviting all of our friends to walk or race where they are anytime before the 27th or anytime on the day of the 27th after 9 o'clock. But from 7.30 to 9, get your coffee, get your bagel, get your eggs, and sit down in front of your television and enjoy the show. Awesome. One of the things I will share with you is we're inviting people to submit their pictures as doing walks and things. So we can share them with WTOL, and they will be sharing out as many of those photos as they can. So it's going to be a very fun-filled morning. It'll be very different than a traditional race day morning, but it's still equally as important. Yeah, every year, I, I, I whenever I usually catch up with Jerry Anderson about something, I, I, I ask him, and, and, get, and we try to gauge by the year, what's the bigger event these days? Is it opening day, or is it Komen? And I know Komen, from my time being here, has had much better weather over the last, like, seven or eight years than opening day has, mm-hmm. but it's it's almost like things are shining down on us, and it is really maybe the very biggest day in Toledo. You know what? And I just thought of something. How does all of this that we're discussing right now, because you're in charge of two races, right? Toledo right. and, fin- Toledo and right. Finley. How's Finley affected by all of this? So Finley is facing many of the same challenges. You know, our good friends and presenting sponsors in Finley are Marathon and Blanchard Valley Health System. They're stepping up in big ways to make sure that we're having success there. But certainly they are in much the same position. Those numbers are looking a little, a little down from previous years. But we are seeing our closest friends rallying behind us. And most importantly, the sponsors have been so generous and really making sure that we're able to find the path forward so that we can still provide direct support to women battling breast cancer in our area. 
Awesome. Cohen, nwohio.org slash virtual. You can also call 877-604-2873. There is an app for all of this. That's my last question. Is that correct? Yes, there is. You know, Komen has come up with this fabulous app. So when you register, you'll be invited to access the app. And this app is super cool. It's got all kinds of information that you can do. And you get little badges, like if you can answer a mission question or if you can answer a help question. But one of the other things that's super fun is it has a walking or running element. So you can track your steps. Like, I am not a huge runner, but I've been trying to because I'm having fun competing with myself on this app. And I've got almost 200,000 steps in the last four weeks. I think that's kind of fun. So we really would love for everybody to download those apps, and they would really enjoy them. And it makes it also easy to push out to your Facebook friends what you're doing and invite your friends to help support you for this very important cause. Yeah, uh, it is truly a year for someone like me. It is an introvert's heaven to help out Komen this year. You are fabulous. I don't think of you as an introvert, but I do think of you as heavenly because you're helping in so many important ways, Eric, and you do such great things in the community. We are very grateful for your friendship. Well, thank you. And uh, did I do did I do a better interview than Melissa? <laughs> I'm not getting caught up in that one. I think That's you're both fabulous. Awesome. Well, good to chat with you. One of these days we'll, we'll run in and, and I'll be like, That's Mary. But um, You got good, it. Good luck for everything this year. I know a lot of the things that, as we've already talked about, that I'm a part of, it's a little down, but we're, we're doing the best that we can. These are challenging times and uh, these are important causes that we work for that, you know, like you said, like other pandemics, epidemics just don't stop because we're dealing with COVID and we still got to press on in the best ways that we can. Absolutely. That is so true. You're spot on. And this year is more important than ever because it's different and because people need to understand that these are very important issues. People battling breast cancer has not changed. Thanks to Mary Westfall again, my new friend and podcast guest. She's the executive director of Susan G. Komen here in Northwest Ohio. And again, packet pickup and registration at Franklin Park Mall, 11 to 4 this weekend and a Dave's running for the Finley race happening over the weekend as well.